What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm your host, BJ Sype, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same along the way with me. Again, today we have some folks that are right outside the window to my recording studio here at the building, so if you do hear some noise in the background, just please go ahead and ignore that, and I do apologize for the little bit of background distraction that'll be going on. Hopefully it won't be too bad. All right, I've got to tell on myself a little bit today. Have you ever had one of those times where you tell yourself, I'm too young to be having this problem? (laughs) Well, I had one of those problems last night. Let me build the story for you. We always have a Wednesday evening Bible study with our church family, but last evening my wife was going to keep Dane home because he wasn't feeling well, so it was just going to be Ava and myself. That already had me a little frazzled because I'm trying to prep for my class, get her to class, run downstairs and pick her up from class after mine, and keep an eye on her afterwards while I had some other things to do. Luckily, we have a lot of help from so many families at church with our kids, so that wasn't that bad. We made our way to the building and I started my rounds of talking to people that I needed to talk to before running Ava down for her class. And in that process, I was told by one of our members, hey, don't run off right afterwards. We've got some bread for you guys to take home. Thanks, that's so kind, I replied, and continued on with my next task before class. Well, after classes had concluded and I wrapped up everything that I needed to do and we said our goodbyes, Ava and I headed for the car, and sitting on the dash of the car was a fresh homemade loaf of zucchini bread, and I had forgotten all about it. We got home, and I called Jonathan Lieber to thank his wife, Christy, for the bread. And he said, hey, BJ, I appreciate the call, but we didn't make it. (laughs) Oops, what? I was certain it was the Liebers I had had that conversation with. And suddenly, I had the realization that I could not remember at all who I had that conversation with. I mean, I looked them dead in the face locked eyes, and had this conversation about bread before class. And it's completely blank in my memory. And I cannot for the life of me come up with who it was. I've even called several other people, and each of them said it wasn't them. So far, I'm 0 for 3, and we'll have to just keep you updated on who it really was and how many people it took before I finally find out. I just want to tell them thank you. For the wonderful gift that they gave us, and boy do I mean wonderful because that bread was delicious. But we don't want to appear ungrateful, 
So we most certainly want to find out who did it so that we can thank them properly. But that's just it. I should know who it was, but for some reason my memory is just completely shot. As I started out, I'm too young to be having this problem, but here I am. So if you're listening to this podcast, and it happens to be you that were the generous souls that gave us this blessed loaf, please let me know so we can thank you. You know, Christianity has been described as one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. And I've always loved this expression, and it has direct application to us today. In actuality, all of us have been offered bread as a gift but probably not the way that you're thinking. Jesus would stand up and teach in the synagogue at Capernaum and say, I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. John 6, 48-51 This bread that is offered to us is not something that offers us physical sustenance, but spiritual. While the children of Israel would be given the gift of manna in the wilderness, they would eat of that bread but become hungry again and would die. But whoever would receive this bread that Jesus offers would never be hungry again. They would be satisfied. Not only this, but the one who receives this bread would never die. And that bread is Jesus himself. Jesus offers himself to us as he freely permitted his life to be laid down on the cross on our behalf. In doing so, Jesus has given us hope of eternal life, salvation from sin, peace with God, and purpose in our lives. Without this bread, you will surely die in your sins. Knowing this, let me ask you this question. What beggar would not turn and give lifelong gratitude to the one who would give him bread and all things that he could ever need freely as a gift? Can you imagine someone being so ungrateful for such an incredible gift? Well, here's the deal. We are that beggar, and Jesus is that bread. Have you thanked him for what he has done? I don't mean once. I mean, do you live your life in a manner that gives ongoing praise to the one that freed you from sin and death? I am reminded of the story told in Luke chapter 17 of the ten lepers that Jesus healed, and yet only one returned to give to Jesus thanks for what he had done. Only one. These other nine men had their lives forever changed by the work of Jesus and his healing. And it was not as though they did not remember who had done this to them. They knew full and well that it was Jesus. And yet, they gave no thanks 
no gratitude, and showed no humility in returning to their healer to give praise. And I must confess that many times in my life, I should probably be grouped with the nine more often than the one. God's blessings are new every day. And each day He restores our soul and gives us healing through Jesus Christ. Every day I have a hope of heaven because of Him. Every day I have access to every spiritual blessing because of Him. Every day I can live free of judgment and free to walk by the Spirit because of Him. But do I thank Him every day? Do I praise Him every day? Or has enough time passed since I was first given the bread of life that I just take for granted the blessings of God each day? From one beggar to another, don't forget to turn and thank Jesus today for everything that he has done for you in your life. He is worthy of our praise yesterday, today, and every day forevermore. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and weekly video sessions that are uploaded on Saturdays. As you have the opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and family and share with me what important lessons you are learning from every day ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all each and every day set our minds above.